Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Jeremy White. It seems like for those of you that had old Nintendos, you pull the cartridge out, you blow in it, and you put it back in. Like... See yes. if this works. Yeah. And sneaky Joe DiBiase. The PlayStation 2 memory cards were the same thing for me. It, it did somehow always work. You never had a regular Nintendo, Josh. No, I did. My you... first my first game system no. was a GameCube. Old? What was I thinking? I ain't old. The GameCube was not regular I Nintendo. Love that. I'm talking about the actual first Nintendo. Boy, I can teach you guys some things about video games. I'm gonna give you a phrase. You tell me if it means anything to you. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, VA, start. We're not so different. You and I. Let me let me ask you if this brings anything to mind. Wave dashing. No. Okay. See? What's that? Different times. Smash Bros. You're listening to Jeremy and Joe on Western New York Sports Giant. WGR Sports Radio 550. Hi. Morning. A high of 51 coming your way today. Nice. 51 degrees. Yeah. Can't beat that for uh, early February. 50- Punxsutawney Phil might have been onto something. 53 tomorrow. Next Friday, low of 22. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're kind of dipping right back into the colder temps. That's all right. You should, you should be trusting that groundhog. He said spring was coming, and here we go. 50s. When do they judge if he was, like, right? Like, how long do they I don't they think get? they ever... They never follow up. They, they ever go, yeah, look at the you know, receipts. You know what they do? It's the same thing as people that say that a team had momentum during a game. Mm-hmm. It's just like, in the moment, you just make an exclamation. And then you just forget a, about it. A proclamation, <laughs> and then when the game ends, like, doesn't matter what you said. Yeah. The game ended. Is Punxsutawney Phil, like, on display somewhere, like, during the year when it's not Groundhog Day? Now, this is a question. Is there an exhibit, is what you're saying? Or yeah, do they just yeah. let them out in the wild? They definitely don't do that. They could do, do they? that. It could well, be, they could have a tracker. Yeah, it could be tagged. In the, and then what, a yearly, they go hunt him down and get him get him back well, just for the ceremony? I'm, I'm 604, I'm about to Google what a groundhog's area is that they normally cover. I feel like groundhogs... It's probably in the ground. Right? Well, I just, I just mean... You know, a lion might patrol 12 square miles. A polar bear has 60 miles. A groundhog's probably like, what, like a football field? They keep him at a zoo in Punxsutawney. There okay. you go. Zoo. So they're not releasing this guy into the wild so that he's at risk. Like, hey, guys, uh, someone checks in. The mayor checks in a month before. He's like, so we we're going we gonna to go round up Punxsutawney? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mayor, here's the thing. I think a hawk got to him. He broke Um <laughs> And he's no longer with us. Like, you can't you can't do that. There are mountain lions out there. A hawk. I guess so. Groundhogs top out at about like fifteen pounds. 
Unless maybe you're Feld, who was, you know, living the good life. <laughs> right. He gets everything he needs. Yeah. I don't know if there's mountain Strawberries lines. Strawberries fed to him. Mountain lions in Pennsylvania might be a bit... There's no mountain lions in Pennsylvania? I mean, Penn State is the Nittany Lions. Oh, that's true. There's, there's, I, don't know. I was gonna. <laughs> What's a Nittany Lion? Do I have to make a distinction there? Are there mountain lions in Pennsylvania? There are mountain lions everywhere, aren't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, there's mountain lions. There's oh, everything. I don't know. Not everything. There's not real lions. They're considered extinct in Pennsylvania. Wow, really? What's a Nittany Lion then? Great question. Did they name did they name the football team after an extinct animal? Because that's not cool. You know, it's fine. Uh it's Mount Nittany. There used to be So there you go. The Nittany Lions. So Mount the Nittany. team is named after mountain lions, but they, there are no mountain lions. Okay. It might just might be more like a Nittany Lions, kind of like a Red Raider. You're just you're the Lions yeah. from this area. You're mm-hmm. the Nittany Lions. Right. You don't have to actually have them roaming around everywhere. Uh, yeah, I don't I know. I guess Buffalo Bill doesn't exist anymore, and the football team remains. True. True. There's plenty of those, right? Things that don't exist anymore in team names. I mean, Alabama is just a wave. Yeah. But their mascot's an elephant. True. The Lakers. There's no lakes in L.A. They're named <laughs> the Lakers. Well, there are this week with the storms and all that. Oh, yeah. A lot of flooding. Anyway, hey, good morning. Jeremy and Joe. Super Bowl week. We've got Sal coming up at 7 on the Bills. Coaching maneuvers. A couple more moves made. They hired, um, made some hires to their staff. Also said some goodbyes. And we have Josh pointed this out. So John Butler, who has been the uh, defensive backs coach for a while. There's an account on Twitter that appears to be John Butler who simply posted his stats upon leaving. John Butler's stats? Yeah. The defensive back stats. How things have been. Uh-huh. With the defensive backs, and then retweeted a Dan Orlovsky, you know, inspirational quote about appreciate, oh, yeah. appre- this. appreciate what you had, uh, what you have until it's what you had. So the story was a mutual parting of ways. You know, I don't know if people have takes on the defensive backs coach, but um, that's a mutual parting of ways. And you know, yeah, maybe he- he's just letting the Twitter world know, hey, look at this, I did good and uh, I did well. I'm good for a job. Yeah, he asked at the or he said at the end, "Ask any DB I have coached." Was the proclamation he made after the series of stats, mm-hmm. which were all right, like first, second, first, second, whatever it was, first and second in everything that he picked out: points, yards per game, yards per pass, takeaways, passing yards per game, passing yards per pass, rating, twenty plus yard, the like first or second in everything. Yeah. Well, he's got a pretty good case. If he's just trying to get another job, I think he'll uh, he'll find his way to doing it. Yeah, probably. I was thinking about the coaching carousel yesterday and all these moves and all these guys moving all around. And you know what it really is? It's just like free agency in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So much movement. Oh, this guy went here and then this guy went here. And this receivers coach who spent three years in New Orleans is right. now going to Tennessee. And it's just this... The only difference is we don't watch these coaches every week. Right. But they move around all the time. Oh, this one uh, defensive line coach, he spent the last four seasons in Seattle, and now he's going to Washington. That's not different than a center that would do the same thing. Right. Coaching staffs get moved around. They get picked over. And, you know, whether it's relationships or it's money or it's guys hitting their head on the ceiling and thinking they need to go somewhere else for a better opportunity. I mean, that happens with players. Mm-hmm. You're a... You're a that happened with Connor McGovern, right? The Bills signed Connor McGovern, who'd spent time in Dallas, and he's behind Zach Martin. Yeah. So it's like, well, I got to go somewhere I get a chance to play. And all the coaching maneuvers, all that stuff, it's it's just like players. 
It's probably why these guys want to be head coaches so bad because they get to stay. Look at Sean McDermott's been here for seven years. How often in that job, how rare is, is it in that profession to just be able to live one place for that long? Yeah. Which is why when Ben Johnson kind of passes on the Washington job, it's like almost stunning. Because what do you mean you want to be a head coach? Everybody wants to be a head coach. You think of probably probably more for the money and like the control and like the credit that you get when things go well, but it, it could also just be that like you get you get you know as you get more of it. Coaches get fired too at the top level is also all the time we know, but if it goes well for you, you just kind of you, you get your roots. Yeah, right. In the case of Ben Johnson, you probably want to make sure you get it right. I'm not going to take any job, right? Just to take any job, and. The stuff that's come out about Ben Johnson since, there's a lot of reporting on how he didn't interview well, a lot of whatever. Sources say, and every one of these sources say, seem to be coming from Washington's side of it, like they're yeah. trying to trash him on the way out. They're trying to tell everybody they didn't just get embarrassed by getting the li- the Lions offensive coordinator didn't just tell them to take a hike. Right. And all of that news coming out from that side of it, from Washington's side, that is clearly from Washington's side makes to me makes it look like Ben Johnson made the right call. Yeah, like if you're a new ownership group. You're supposed to have a brand new everything culture, blah blah blah, right. and you're going to trash a coaching candidate because he didn't take your job. Right, like that's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing. You take Dan Quinn and then start throwing bombs at the <laughs> what consensus best candidate on the market because he didn't want your job. Yeah, like that's a that's a you problem. This kind of gets to. We've had these conversations before with, I mean, not to be too close to home, but with the Sabres. If a player doesn't want to play for you, that is your fault. Mm -hmm. That is not the player's fault on the whole. We want guys that want to be here. Washington might say that kind of thing like, we want coaches that want to be here. Well, that's your fault Mm -hmm. if they don't. Your job is to make it a place where, you know, people would want to coach and want to be. Is that why they're mad? Because they feel like we we haven't even had a shot here yet? Like you don't know that we're not, we're, we're a place that you right. wouldn't want to be. Right. We I've just changed. got we just got here. Hey, I'm Magic. I'm Magic Johnson. What do you mean? I, that's all I need, right? I'm Magic Johnson. I'm going to show up and I'm going to hire the Warriors general manager to, to run my team. By the way, and I'm just going to go get the best guy in the market. And then I got told no. Yeah. Could be. Could be a little of that. Could be him specifically. Could be. I mean, there was a, a, for anyone that follows the NBA. There were leaks, and there were stories, and there was drama all the time when that dude was running the LA Lakers in like the la- in like recent times. I don't even know about back in the day. So I don't want to, you know, guess or uh, completely recklessly speculate that Magic Johnson is part of the reason for all these leaks. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Dan Quinn instead. Good luck, Dan Quinn and Cliff Kingsbury. Right? Yeah, that's their plan. Okay. Good luck to Drake. Godspeed Drake May, if it indeed yeah. ends up being him that goes to Washington. Well, we've got Sal to talk about all that coaching staff stuff. It's not just John Butler. Of course, the Bills have made some hires as well. And filling out the coaching staff is, you know, players, coaches, come and go. That's how it works. Bills hired Ronald Curry as their quarterback's coach. Also made a couple hires, a defensive assistant and a cornerback's coach. All that good stuff. So, you know, we'll get to that. The NFL awards are coming up. Tonight, right? That's right. NFL honors. I guess it's time to ask the question, which, it, you know, people ask this question all year. Tonight on, it, like you said, 8 o'clock is... NFL it, Network, okay, right? NFL Network. For I'm, I'm assuming. It, you, it usually is. I don't think they changed it for this year, from no. what I know. For a moment there, I thought I saw TNT, but then my screen moved, and it's probably not TNT. Um, I also haven't seen if there's a host. 
because I know they used to do that. Michael Keegan Key did it one year. Conan O'Brien did it one year. Um, but I think it was like Peyton Manning recently. Like they've yeah. kind of gone for like the quasi kind of a host, kind of a not host. The belief is that Lamar will win the MVP. And let's mm-hmm. a- let's ask the question. Why By the did- way, it is Keegan Mike and Michael Key again okay, uh, tonight. Why isn't Josh going to win this? Let's really ask it. We, okay. Instead of just for the last two months, how come he's not? How come he's not? I don't think it's a bias. I don't think voters hate Josh Allen. I, I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. Why is Lamar going to win it and Josh not? Lamar had a season that's not as good statistically. Mm-hmm. He had a defense that start to finish was great. The Bills right. did not have that. They've right. had good defense throughout the season, but there were big stretches where they didn't. It's right to say he had more help around him, right? I mean, at least from the receiver standpoint, I think. Uh, that, no? I don't know. That 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 might be a stretch to say it's it's obvious. I mean, they don't have Maybe a it's close. They don't have a digs. I know they have Zay Flowers, who is a really nice rookie. Yeah. But Beckham, Bateman, I guess Andrews. Okay. Andrews and Likely, I guess, are a better tight end duo than what the Bills have, but I guess the Bills are fine there, too. Sure. Yeah, why, okay, maybe that's close enough. So why isn't Josh going to win it? He led the NFL in yards and touchdowns, and the Bills went 11-6 mm-hmm. and six and won their division. So why isn't he going to win it? you said this before. Isn't he not going to win it because the guy who wins it is the best quarterback on the best team? That is often what happens. That the, yeah. the quarterback on the it's usually the one seed, but sometimes sometimes it's a two. Rodgers won it because he had the best year on the best team. But it, it has not often happened where a guy like Lamar, who I mean I like Lamar just fine. I'm not one of these people who thinks he's some bum. Mm-hmm. But on EPA per play or whatever, he will be the MVP that is furthest down the board, and it won't be close. Mm-hmm. There are about five, six, maybe seven, eight quarterbacks who have a case over Lamar on EPA per play. Now, some would say that when you hand the ball off, yes, that should count too. Because if you're Lamar Jackson, teams are game planning for you no matter what, right? You hand the ball off, you're still on the field. Okay, well, that'd be true of Josh Allen too, who had a really good running game with James Cook, who had 1,000 yards. But it's tough. Like I I never am able to get to the answer of why Allen isn't going to win it. And I, I'm not going to buy for a single second, well, it's it's because they don't like him. Just doesn't work for me. Doesn't doesn't stack up. Who? The, yeah. the story about, well, they talk too much about the interceptions. I even think that has been kind of pushed down. But that is probably the best case or the best argument is that there was a stretch in the season where that was true. Yep. That it was too much of a talking point. But other than that, it is really tough to make the case for why Anybody? Why, why will it be almost? Is it going to be unanimous? Probably not. It's not. I mean, the, they changed the voting. They changed yeah. the voting a couple of years ago, so now you can vote first, second, third. Right. I also. also I, I want to be careful. To should, is it right to assume that just because Lamar's been the betting favorite, that that means that he's going to be just automatically the winner? Does that have to be how that works? Like the the betting lines are guessing at who's going to win it, right? Like they don't. I don't know if that's usually the way that that works. That every year we kind of know before, hey, Lamar's minus 200 to win the MVP for four weeks before the NFL honors. So, okay, he's the MVP. That's it. Like, it always comes out to fruition that way. 
I don't know if I want to assume that. I mean, Lamar, I mean, one big key that I think is going to have to be different this year, no matter who they pick, is very often they just give the MVP also to the guy that has the most passing touchdowns. Like, if you look at how many passing touchdowns by year the MVP has, 41 by Mahomes last year, 37 and 48 by Rodgers the years before that. When Lamar won it, it wasn't, I mean, he had the rushing yardage, but he had 36 passing touchdowns that year. He led the league that year. Led the league with 36 passing touchdowns. This year, 24? I mean, I almost, I still want him, it's hard for me to believe that he actually is going to win it tonight because... The stat line is just not really there. Allen, I mean, I really do want to believe that they're not going to give it to him because so much of his story, if you're whoever voting for the MVP and maybe you don't watch every second of the Bills, you think of Josh Allen as the guy that can't stop turning the football over. And how many voters think that that matters? Depends who the voters are. <laughs> I bet there's a good chunk of them that think that that, yeah. is, that matters and that, hey, they... Part of the reason they haven't won yet is because Allen can't stop turning the football over, and that's also why he's not going to get MVP, because too many of them look at, oh, it led the league in picks. Yeah, you're not getting MVP. I'm not giving MVP to the guy who led the league in interceptions. When I, I would be fine with that. I'm sure there are some that would. He'll get some votes, I'm sure. Like, will he finish in the top three? He was a finalist. Um, But I I don't know. Like, wh- why else didn't he win it? Or do they not give proper respect to rushing touchdowns? He had 15. I mean, without rushing touchdowns, does Lamar have a chance to win it? And he didn't have 15. No. How many touchdowns, though, did even he have? I mean, his rushing production is usually more with yardage, isn't it? So I don't know. Like, again, the year he won MVP, he had 36 passing touchdowns. And rushing, he had seven. This year, he had five. Yeah, like... He had 10 fewer than Allen did. That He had 10 fewer rushing touchdowns and 5 fewer passing touchdowns. 29 total touchdowns. Yeah. MVP. I'm not out here to say that anybody's got an agenda. It is puzzling. Yeah. It really is. You you, you know, the Tyreek Hill or the Christian McCaffrey cases are always made, and those are always immediately dismissed. If you were trying to make a case about a non-quarterback, you get shouted out of the room. Quarterbacks have to win this award. By the way, he's not minus 200. I messed that up. He's minus 2,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's going to win it. Y- yeah. It's the kind of odds that, that tell you it's over. He has won this award. It's like, it's like Alabama playing Jacksonville State odds. <laughs> That's right. Is Lamar to win the MVP tonight. Not just to win his, the MVP, but to win his second MVP. Yeah. Tonight at the NFL Awards. And I, I, it is weird. You're right. Like it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's strange that it, it's a strange. It was a strange year too for this, though, wasn't it? Like every week there was a different favorite. Well, so I said to is you, he just kind of the guy at the end. He just happened to be the favorite when the season ended. Had there been three more weeks in the season, it would have been somebody else. Uh, I, I said to you. Also, I saw a lot of Bills fans asking, should they ask this question? Should they have the vote after the playoffs? Yeah, which the NHL does a lot of their awards after the playoffs, or at least after the when you get to the conference finals. Do they tell their voters though only factor in the regular season? No. Okay. They, no, they are supposed to include in the NHL. Okay. Get, this is hilarious. Uh, when they do general manager of the year, mm-hmm. it is frequently the final four teams GMs that get nominated for that award because the NHL does like Sick. who's the GM of the year? Like, well, who's yeah. left? Yeah, that's how they do it. But. For Lamar, 
Yeah, it wasn't exactly there was a new favorite every single week, but I, I did say this to you. I don't understand how we all got suckered into talking about the MVP like it is a week-to-week race or why it should be treated that way. Because once you start to treat the NFL MVP race like a week-to-week, it becomes like power rankings. Mm -hmm. And what are power rankings other than telling you which team you feel is playing well right now? Right. Who's who's, What do the power rankings say about the NFL teams in week 16? I have no idea Mm -hmm. because nobody cares anymore because now we got to the postseason and you know, games started mattering, and if all, all you matter is if you survive in advance. But power rank the teams in week four. Power rank them in week seven. Who is the MVP of the league in week nine? I don't know. Why would anybody think about it that way? And yet, the NFL kind of turned the MVP talking points into a horse race like this. Every week. Oh, this week it's Dak. Dak's the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then he had a bad game. And it's, see you later, Dak. You can't win the MVP now. Right. Dak still has a case. I saw a case all year long for Mahomes, who his offense was what? It was him carrying his offense. A lot of times when we talk about MVP, we want to talk about it in terms of this guy doesn't have any help. Mm -hmm. Who's the guy that had the least help? Let's do that. Okay. The least help? Who's the most impressive guy that had the least help? Because that's definitely not Tua. I thought of Mahomes. It's not Tua. Mahomes has a case for that. Mahomes is a very good case for that, I think. Could, Although he's got, he still does have Andy Reid and Kelsey. He, that's right. Um, I don't want to put coaches here. I think if you have a coach. Okay. He has Kelsey, who was hurt most of the year. And playing hurt, at least. Yeah. It's just wild. That, like you said, minus Stroud, I mean, was in there at one point. And does he have how much help? I mean, he had, he had some help. I'm not saying he didn't, but... His numbers, Nico Collins' numbers. Nico Collins is great. Nico Collins looks like one of the five best receivers in football. On some of the, five best receivers yes. in football. On his advanced stats, Woo. yes. Yards, yeah. Joe, yards per route run, he was number two. Yeah. And Tank Dell was great for them. Yeah. All right. Not Stroud, then. Not Stroud. Um, I mean, for the no-help point, it probably is Mahomes. Marquez Valdez-Scantling like, is his number one receiver how for far, half the year. How far up the board does Allen, Josh Allen get? I would put him pretty high with the no-help. I would put him pretty high on that list. I mean, he's over. I mean, Dak does have Ceedee Lamb, and Lamb is amazing. Listen, top, Lamb top, top five receiver. Lamb didn't disappear halfway through the year, right? Like maybe they had more to go on behind him, and you couldn't focus as much on Lamb as you would have on Diggs. But I don't know. I have fewer questions about Lamb as an elite receiver than a lot of these other teams have. I mean, with the Chiefs, it was kind of Diggs like where. All right, Kelsey's still good, but like, what am I supposed to be? What am, what am I supposed to be expecting here? I'm supposed to be expecting a lot more than I got. He's yep. pretty good now, not the same as what you would have had in the past. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Let's get a call in here. Brett, North Carolina, going to join us. Brett, good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Um, so I do want to plant a seed on the receiver thing that I hope you can maybe speak to. I, yeah, the, de- the depth is so good. It's like I'm I'm looking at these guys in the first and. You definitely want to grab one there if, if it's that per- perfect plug and play. But man, second and third round depth is crazy. So just put a put a pin in that for now. But real, what I really want to introduce is like this this idea that's pretty popular in business and other places called jumping esque. It's um, you know like in a business they kind of grow slow, then they have this big peak, and then they plateau, right? So it's this S shaped graph, right? And businesses look to innovate and, and get creative to stay relevant. You look at Apple, like they had the Mac, they had to make the jump to iPod. They had the iPod, they had to make the jump to iPhone. 
all these different iterations. And I think it's applicable in sports, and I think it's extremely applicable to where the Bills are right now because we have now, like, run the course of the formula that worked really well in the first seven years of McDermott and Bean, and now we have, we're in a position probably in the next year or two, maybe maybe year, but hopefully two, where we have to, we have to figure out how to jump S-curves. You know, whether it's you want to look at it reloading from veterans to young guys, changing scheme and idea a little bit, you know, the Frazier to Babbage thing, um, the Dave Alda Brady thing. But I do think that's where we're at. And it's such a pivotal time for a franchise, you know, because a lot of them don't make that jump. I think the one great example, maybe the comp apple, is, is your Patriots, right? Brady stuck around, but they constantly had to jump S curves, reload, rethink, you know. And so it, it, it just it creates to me this really interesting time where you can dig deep and, and think through strategy and how to approach it very differently than maybe the last four or five years or so. To this point, thanks, Brett. There's a larger point about, you know, always staying on the cutting edge, right? There's a piece yep. up today. Benjamin Solak has a piece today at the Ringer. The headline is some version of Kyle Shanahan is not running the Shanahan offense. And I read it this morning. I woke up this morning early and hmm. read this big, long piece where he points out how half the league is built on the Shanahan offense. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Shanahan no longer runs it. He has changed his own Shanahan offense. And that kind of gets to your point about this. This gets to a larger point. Thanks to the phone call, Joe, that you might mention about keeping your, if, if having a, an offensive minded head coach, you know, when you lose your coordinator, you start over again and like, all right, what are your ideas? Whereas if you have the offensive head coach, and this would be true of McDermott on the defensive side too, it's, it's mm-hmm. whichever side of the ball, you're always innovating or you're always trying to and hoping to. And the guys that can innovate and stay at the top, stay at the cutting edge, those are the guys that stick around. This piece from Benjamin Solak is really interesting, just how the Niners use tight formations all the time and the way that that makes things difficult and how they use a fullback all the time and how that makes things difficult. It gets to a lot of stuff that you might hear in your mind, the Bills talking about wanting to be multiple, the Bills wanting to be varied and diverse. And it's just wild. As you're laying that all out, Brett, about how, what the Bills can do and how the Bills should do it, you know, I'd imagine they will try. What, what will they try? Who knows? Maybe that was 12 personnel this year. Sometimes you're going to try something and then mm-hmm. decide, well, maybe that's not for us. Maybe they push further into it. But anyway, Benjamin Zolak, check it out, the ringer. Kyle Shanahan is not running the Shanahan offense. Hmm. That's, that, what I, that, that, that's just what popped into my mind as you bring up all that stuff. That was not the Shanahan story I read yesterday. What did you way. read? Did you read the story from The Athletic? Uh, Kalen... Kalen Kaler about Shanahan and his surveillance Oh, with the Niners and their coaching staff. I saw that. I did not read it. That he watches his players watch film. He has a, he had a camera put up in each of his assistant coaches' like offices slash positional rooms. Okay. Yeah. And like they never know when he's watching and when he's not watching. Some he'll like, but he like he ever. It's not like in secret. Like yeah, everyone knows that he does it. But I guess it's not like it's not for everybody. There are some people that it, I guess, rubs the wrong way. But most of the the people in the story were like, no, it's good. You know, it, it, you're accountable. You always know he could be listening. And I guess he has it set up so that you can't see him. But if he hears something in the meeting 
that he doesn't like or that has been done the wrong way, you'll hear uh, Brandon Allen, the third-string quarterback, called it the voice of God. Awesome. Where Shanahan, from his own office, will be like, hey, actually, I need you to run that back and do it this way instead. So you don't see him. You just hear the voice in the room, and it's just Shanahan. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I love this. Guy. I don't know whether to. Li- I don't know whether to like this guy or not. Ever any day. <laughs> I, I I am a, I, I'm rooting for the Niners based on him. <laughs> Seriously, I'm rooting for him. He's. The, I think he's the best coach in football, and I, I want. I want the best coach to win something. Hmm. Andy Reid's got a case for that, too. I was going to say, yeah. But he's got Mahomes. Swap quarterbacks. What's the score? Oh, man. If they swap quarterbacks, the Niners are favored by 15. 30. 30. (laughs) 803-0550. Thanks, Brett, for the phone call. NFL awards tonight on the MVP. Some other stuff. You've got Deion Dawkins going for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, Comeback Player of the Year for DeMar Hamlin. Could have a nice moment for that as well. Del Reed, Fan of the Year. Del Reed, come on. Let's go. Let's go, Del. It's Jeremy and Joe on WGR. For three, long rebound to Curry. Curry has it knocked away, got it back. Showing you that speed. A Ronald Curry basketball highlight. How many Bills coaches over time have you been able to play a dunk highlight of? Was he the assist on that? Or the assist on that? the assist? Nice. Yeah. It was a very good-looking alley-oop. Like, it was fun to watch. (laughs) So is it UNC then, huh? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Won the dunk contest out of high school, the McDonald's All-American dunk contest over Richard Jefferson, which is pretty good. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'll say it. The Bills have the coolest quarterbacks coach in the NFL. Who could be cooler than that? The coolest quarterback coach in the NFL. Who won an All-American dunk contest? Yep. He also was the quarterback of the North Carolina football team while he was their starting point guard. Awesome. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. 
All and right. played seven years in the NFL if you want it. Welcome to town. I yep. want to find out at training camp whether he can still dunk or not at age 44. He's only 6'2", so he was very reliant, I think, on the uh, on the hops. Sure. So I don't know that he still would be able to. But I'm going to go with yes. At 44, you think he could still dunk? You're 6'2 at 18, and you win a dunk contest. You, you know can, what, How long can you still dunk for? It is, a great, qu- be able it is a great question for the Bills' new quarterbacks coach. I mean, if you're an NFL coach, a lot of the stories are you never have any time to do anything outside of the job because, you know, football coaching is a lifestyle. So maybe he doesn't get a chance to play that much basketball, or maybe he does stay in shape that way. Interesting. Fun to find out. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. That's the Bills' new uh, quarterbacks coach, Ronald Curry. They add him to their staff under Joe Brady, and uh, it is also, of course, Super Bowl week, Niners and Chiefs. We also get a Hall of Fame class coming up this weekend, right? Like, who gets in? Do you know the 15 finalists? You know, I mean, we've gone through these uh, Wasn't times. Reggie Wayne one of them? He is. Andre Johnson, maybe? Correct, yes. Yeah, like guys, we're into guys now that like I grew up watching. Yeah, I think the consensus is there are two locks, and after that we'll see. Yeah. The locks being Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. Who, by the way, I don't know if that was the same clip, the one Ronald Curry alley-oop clip I saw um, on Twitter yesterday was him throwing an alley-oop to Julius Peppers. Is that who that was? That was that. That was Julius Peppers? That's against, against Wake okay. Forest. That's incredible. That's pretty cool. Like I said, <laughs> without coolest a doubt, quarterback coach. coolest quarterback coach in the NFL. Yeah, Ronald Curry, Julius Peppers. We've talked about where I feel like every time you tell me like where he is all time sacks, I'm always surprised. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and it's not close. He yeah, should, he, he should be unanimous. Okay, Julius Peppers Lock. has been an amazing player his entire career. Drafted second overall behind. Do you remember who? Second overall behind. I might need the year for that. This is like 2002? Yep. So, who went first First overall? Uh, there were quarterbacks that went one and three. And he went two. Was Donovan McNabb one of them? Or, no, I'm a few years McNabb too late McNabb went that. two. And that was, yeah, 1999. Mm, man. And I'm two years too early for Alex Smith. I'm not. I don't. I don't know if I'm good with this range here. Long time quarterback, like um, or bust, bust ish. Not horrific, horrific bust. Not what you were hoping to get. Carson Palmer, David Carr. That's pretty bad. I think he played a long time. And Didn't he have like? That's might not be his fault. Didn't he? Doesn't he have like the all time record for most sacks? Yes, like the most sacked quarterback, like a hundred times this yeah. season. He played. <laughs> he played for the Texans for five years. Okay. And he peaked at 16 touchdown passes. That's, that's how'd you make it that long? In his, rook, in his rookie season, he got sacked 76 times. Yeah. That's insane. That six times per game. <laughs> six so, times. yeah, David Carr, Julius Peppers, and then Joey Harrington was third. Yeah. So, like I said, like bust, but not like the worst ever. Mm-hmm. Now he's on TV talking football. Anyway, good morning. Jeremy and Joe, NFL Awards tonight. Nine o'clock, by the way. Nine o'clock. Josh Allen not expected to win the MVP. We opened up the show asking, does anybody have a really good explanation as to why? And and don't give us they hate Josh Allen, because I don't think that's true of anybody, really. Allen's a very popular player in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Fans around the league like him just fine. Why isn't he going to win it? Here's a theory. 
Had the Bills not been uh it's it's funny how MVP works backwards. Yeah. Because the Bills were out of the playoff picture and had to get back in. Yeah. And along the way, they didn't blow teams out. Maybe this is it. Here's my here's my best crack at explaining why Allen is not going to win the MVP MVP and why Lamar is. Because in the final third of the season, mm-hmm. the horse race that the MVP race became, which is I do think it is viewed now differently than ever before because, oh, who's the favorite now? Who's the favorite now? How was Lamar's final third of the season? They were destroying teams. Yeah. And they were destroying good teams. Yes. They destroyed the Niners. Mm -hmm. They bombed the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. And what were the Bills doing? Fighting for their playoff lives and getting relatively close wins Mm -hmm. against the Chargers and the Patriots they did blow out the Cowboys, and Allen threw 15 passes. I was going to say, day. I remember going into that day saying, if he's got a shot at MVP still, today's the day where it starts. Because and, at that point, Dak was the favorite, yep. and it's you beat the MVP favorite at home, and you go on to win the division. Those were it. Those two elements. You beat Dak at home, and you go on to win the the, the Dolphin game, and you, and you win the division. That's it. You're MVP. But what I did not foresee is him beating the Dol- the Cowboys the way they did, where he th- completed he threw fifteen. Did he attempt or did he complete seven? Seven for fifteen. Seven for fifteen. Yeah, he had. Ni- and it he, was over at that point. He had ninety four passing yards in that game. Again, not his fault. No, right? They, they, they were just they, so good running. They ran it. They didn't need him. But if you if you want to do why isn't he going to win it down the stretch? Allen's numbers, passing yards. 233, 94, 237, 169, and then the Dolphin game, he went for 359. Mm-hmm. But again, by week 17, people thought that race was over. They rested Lamar, they clinched the one seed. Touchdown passes in that same stretch. This is post-Eagles loss. 1-1-1-0-2. Yeah. That's not that many t- passing touchdowns down the stretch. Yeah. So, it does almost appear feel like it's just the least amount of scripts. The least a lot of negative headlines. Because... That's kind of how like it was the way that the MVP was talked about was that it was like a weekly standings where Dak lost to the Bills the way he did and he's out. Like it took one screw up out. The Niners lost to the Ravens the way they did where Purdy was throwing all those interceptions. Purdy kind of out the moment that that happened. So Lamar just didn't have and, and Allen I guess his season started with one of those. The first impression everybody got of 2023 Josh Allen was, look at him just giving the football to the New York Jets over and over, and they lost in embarrassing fashion on Monday Night Football in overtime to Zach Wilson. I mean, he had that out of the gates, and maybe it was just always going to be impossible for him to overcome that because Lamar's just the guy maybe that had the least amount of embarrassing moments on the season, the least amount of screw-ups, the least amount of games where you can just point at him and go, yeah, you were, you're not good today. Because Purdy had that, but that, and Dak had that, and Allen had that, what, and I don't really know that Lamar had a game like that all year. Has that ever won the MVP? But it was a, was it a weird year because there wasn't a big statistical, you know, standout that stood above the rest. I don't know. I I don't know that that's normally true. I mean, Rodgers threw fifty touchdowns three years ago when he won MVP. So I don't know. Eight oh three oh five fifty Sal top of the hour. If you want to join us, you're welcome to. We got an open phone line for you at eight oh three oh five fifty and one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Jeremy and Joe on a Thursday of Super Bowl week as we count down and get closer and closer 
to this game. Yeah. Del Reed's on his way. I saw the he's he, tweeting out some pictures. He, yeah, he's going. He's go. He's up for hopefully fan. He he's up for fan of the year. Yeah, come so on. And then hopefully he enjoys the game. Yeah, hopefully. Everyone's confused. We'll talk about this maybe later for a little bit. Every everyone I'm hearing on different podcasts and shows is confused as to why the Chiefs are underdogs. I've heard it like ten times. I feel like from different people. Why are the Chiefs underdogs? This doesn't make any sense. Because the Niners have been the better team the entire year, haven't have a much right. and have a much better offense than the Chiefs do. And what the Chiefs have is well, Mahomes. That's the, exactly like that, right. That, like, that, that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole thing right there. Yeah, that's my answer for that. All right, Jeremy and Joe. And- Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WGR. You have to have a friendship, a relationship, a, a trust, all of that in both avenues. Otherwise, it just doesn't fly. I think of all the things, we've had a couple rehearsals. It's It's been fun. And now it's going to be about just spending time together. And, you know, yeah, working on the craft, but also just, you know, I know Tom, football player, but getting to know what makes him tick off the field, I think is going to be important. That's Kevin Burkhart talking about America being forced to deal with the thing they don't want which is Tom Brady replacing Greg Olson. It's going to happen, and you're all going to have to deal with it. Doesn't his tone there sound like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Sure, we had Greg Olson do a great job, and everybody loved him. And he was, you know, forward-thinking, and it's exactly what someone in this job should be. But, at the same time, uh, we have to have the other guy. Maybe we just have Brady only do Chiefs games so that, like, every week. He could be, like, the Chiefs color commentator. Uh, and Fox can have all the Kansas City games so that way we can just kind of avoid all of them together. Just keep them over here. I don't need them. I don't need to see Chiefs Chargers next year. Yeah. I don't want to see with Brady calling it. So I guess if he's doing rehearsals, he's, he's doing it, huh? There was the story that came out last year. And it was after he did a rehearsal. And it was one of those things where a person anonymously said, actually, he did really well. I mean, really, he, he really did well. All right. He was really funny. And yet, even that was anonymous. And the question I asked you at the time was, why, why does it have to be anonymous? You're saying nice things. You, can't, you don't want to be identified as saying nice things? Mm-hmm. Anyway, interesting. Well, I mean, he, of course he was funny. Remember, he was thinking, wasn't he going to do like a comedy tour? Wasn't that? A, wasn't there a day where that was going to happen? I don't know. I've never heard that. Not that I can think of. I'm pretty sure I remember Tom Brady. As no, a, I think I think you're thinking oh, about the AI thing. Oh, I know what I'm thing. doing. I'm yeah, doing you're thinking about the AI the, thing. Yeah, the the fake computer generated Brady. It was an hour comedy. of Brady as a stand up comedian, but it was AI generated. Yeah. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Before we get a call, real quick, uh, narrative alert. I want everyone to be on alert for this. Seeing on ESPN today talking about the Super Bowl, how important it is to stop the run. These two, <laughs> hey, whoever stops the run here today is going to be key. Run the run and stop the run. I want to make this mm-hmm. point before the game for anyone out there that wants it. Will it be important to stop the run in this game? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Is it important to stop the run for the season? You tell me. Where do the Chiefs and Niners rank in run defense rank in the NFL? I mean, I know the Chiefs are not high. 28th. Okay. Niners? The Niners, I would guess, are better. 25th. Ooh, not by much. You have the 25th and 28th best run defenses mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. You asked, how are the Chiefs underdogs? Okay, here's some rankings. Pass offense, Niners, one. Run offense, Niners, one. Wow. Pass defense, Niners, sixth. Rush defense, 25th. Chiefs on the same numbers. Mm -hmm. Pass offense, 12th. Rush offense, 21st. Hmm. Pass defense, third. The model is pass and stop the pass or have Mahomes and stop the pass. Right. You know? Right. Uh, All right, we got to go to break. We'll get some calls in. Bill, stick with us. We've got Sal coming up. Ask him what he thinks about the MVP point on on Josh Allen with the NFL awards coming up tonight. And also um, on the Bill's coaching staff moves. We've got a few new names, including including Ronald Curry, new quarterback's coach. We'll talk about that with Sal coming up. And uh, your phone calls as well. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 